Welcome to the Creating from the Inside Out, Embracing and Empowering Our Unique and Creative Selves podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Waldo. In this podcast, I talk about what it means to embrace our unique and creative selves, how we can do it, how I've learned that by embracing our creative selves and our own uniqueness, we can empower all of us. As part of this, I share how my path of embracing my unique and creative self has changed over the years, how it worked when I first started doing it, what it looks like today, and how I'm learning to do it more and more every day in the midst of the ups and downs of daily life and all that's going on in the world. And in this podcast, I share how by embracing and empowering my unique and creative self, my work, my art, and ultimately my life has changed for the better. And yours can too. So join me as we go on this journey of embracing and empowering our unique and creative selves together. Welcome back to the Creating from the Inside Out podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the question Are you embracing your own unique brilliance? Are you seeing it? Are you acknowledging it? Are you allowing it? Are you recognizing it? Are you celebrating it? We're going to be talking about this and a whole lot more in today's episode. So let's dive in. First of all, I want to explain how this topic came to me. Um, I was having a conversation with someone and I was clearly seeing how they were not able to see the unique brilliance of themselves in certain situations. Now, this has come up for me um, a lot recently because I've been kind of having my own inner knowing and clarity and insights about me doing the same thing myself. And that's because everything I talk about in this podcast is not something that I've gotten from a book from someone else or I've gotten some kind of coaching training of a methodology of someone else. What I share, I share because I have lived it and I've experienced both sides of it. And if I find that is something is helpful and has changed or transformed my life in some way, those are the kinds of things that I share. Um, And they come from me. They come from my own unique experiences my journey, my personal path. And this is key to what I'm talking about. Because what I'm talking about today is the idea of, you know, are you acknowledging, recognizing, seeing your own, appreciating your own unique brilliance, 
Now, by brilliance, I don't, I don't mean, um, you know, remarkable intelligence, although it can mean that. By brilliance, I mean this, what is something that's brilliant? Something that's brilliant comes kind of like from the inside and it just creates this kind of luminosity that just is it just bees within itself but then we see it and we're like oh we feel a resonance with it or an attraction to it or an inspiration from it Um, that's the way I think of brilliance at least Um, and the question is well it's not the question my point is you have that within you and so do I and so does everybody but I think one of the the things that we um, we've mostly been taught in the world is is not to have our own brilliance, not to let ourselves see our own unique brilliance, not even to let ourselves be our own unique brilliance. Um, and why is that? It there are a lot of reasons for it, but I think it's you know, this, this idea of uniqueness, or you having something or you being something, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like thwarted, you know, it's kind of like thwarted, like, there's this kind of following mentality, um, the be like other people mentality, the, the, safe way the be the same way that is kind of like a default message now I'm not saying it's everywhere there are certainly people that talk about celebrating your own uniqueness and people that talk about you know authenticity and all of that but if you really look and I've spent a lot of time doing this there are a lot of mixed messages about this and one of the biggest mixed messages, you know, that's kind of culturally been part of our lives is this idea that to get ahead or to get somewhere or to get our needs met or to feel certain things, we need to kind of do things a certain way. There's there's a right way and a wrong way. There's a right path and a wrong path. And often that path is one that's been shared by other experts or people or people that seem like they've they've gotten it themselves. Um, and and the reason that so many of us get attracted to that is because we we feel like we don't know how to follow our own path. We don't know how to allow our own self. We don't even sometimes know what our own self is. And if we do know what our own self is, we don't, we've been kind of taught um, culturally that whatever is innate in us is probably not going to get us very far. Um, And so we really should try to do this other tried and true safe thing but it's like cutting off our nose to spite our face is that the phrase I don't know sometimes I don't know some of these phrases but it's it's like not seeing the forest for the trees it's it's like 
it's like we're missing a key part, which is that when we become and we follow in the footsteps of everybody else, we're kind of like commoditizing ourselves. Um, You know, we are making ourselves into another me too, just like somebody else. And how far does that really get you? I mean, it can get you to certain places for a certain period of time. Um, And other people may be like, oh, cool, this person's doing this. But I often find that my heart, my soul, my spirit feels a dissonance and, and a disconnect from that because that's, it's like I'm, it's like I'm trying to wear somebody else's clothes instead of my own clothes. And my heart and my soul and my spirit and my mind, they want me to wear my own clothes. What are my own clothes? I'm using clothes as a metaphor. What is my own brilliance? What is my own stuff? What is me? What is me? And when we can start to embrace what is me, which in this case, since I'm talking to you, it's what is you, um, and you can start to embrace what is you and what is unique about you, um, what is specific to you, um, that's really where our brilliance comes. That's really where our own brilliance from within comes because it's like a lining up of our soul and our heart and what um, even our 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 brain, you know, kind of knows is like intrinsic to us. It's listening to our body and ourselves. And when we when we do this, when we start to have the courage to do this, and, and it does take courage, because um, it's not something that's taught or expected or typically um, in, encouraged culturally, if you will, that when we when we do this, that it can be so rewarding. Um, but the problem is we've been taught that it's not rewarding. We've been taught that it's, it's it, you know, we've got to follow these other people. We've got to follow this formula. We've got to do this other thing. We've got to do what they're saying because otherwise, you know, no one's going to want to listen to us and our unique version but that's not true in reality um what makes each of us unique is our own individual soul and heart and experiences the the individual experiences look there could be somebody else that's a podcaster in montana I don't know, focused on um, creativity and horses, which I am also. Um, And, you know, they could have longish brown hair and now wear glasses a lot. I mean, there could be like a bunch of data points that are similar, but they also don't have the same life experiences or past experiences or, or perspectives that I do. And when I try to make myself be 
like somebody else or follow in the footsteps of somebody else, I'm not empowering myself. I'm not believing in my own unique brilliance. I'm not, um, I'm not allowing it. I'm not flowing it, which means I'm restricting it, which means I'm, you know, privy to things kind of going awry in my life, like what I talked about in episode nine and 10 with my back, um, because I'm kind of restricting my own natural flow. Um, and, and it, and it doesn't serve me. And the thing is, you know, why do we do this? We do this because from the beginning, we've been taught, you know, to do this, to, um, like look at school, look at school settings, right? Like in most cases you learn, if you go to a traditional school system to sit down, to be quiet, to follow what the teacher says and to, you know, to, to, to go along. If you do, if you are an anomaly to any of that, you get often in trouble, right? If you don't, you're seen as difficult. You're seen as um, an anomaly that needs to be fixed to fit into that, that system. And this is true, not just in schools. This is true, like, you know, in life. Um, Very much so. Like, when you go to the beat of your own drum and you're around other people that don't, they feel that disconnect within themselves and you trigger in them and they're like, I want to, secretly they want to be able to do it, but they don't know how to do it and they don't have the courage to do it. And so they want you to follow what they're doing. They want you to get back on the same ship or boat or whatever of what everybody's doing because then everybody can be kind of like the same and, and whatever. Um, but none of that is what is about what your soul wants, what your heart wants, what your own creativity is expressing. Um, It's funny, I shared an image yesterday that my son took a a photograph. um, And I mentioned that I I love it so much because I had wanted a photograph. It was um, it was from us getting our own Christmas tree. And, um, and, and cutting down our own Christmas tree. And, uh, and I shared a story. Um, this was a post shared on my face, my personal Facebook page with just really a small group of people, family, um, some extended family, some friends. Um, and I talked about, you know, I talked about getting this Christmas tree and how we hadn't done a cut your own and, and whatever. And, um, I mentioned that I love this photo that my son took from our excursion and that I was thinking about, you know, that it was going to be an inspiration for an upcoming painting. And, um, 
a family member, an extended family member said to me, oh, I can't wait to see the painting. And, um, and I, I felt like I had to clarify and say, well, I won't even go anywhere near trying to paint what was in that photograph because that's nature's work. That was nature's brilliance. That was nature. Um, I don't try to compete with nature. I do all of my art, at least right now, um, it's all nature inspired, like um, either complete abstract or, um, you know, abstract landscape, abstract-ish, um, like landscapes, a lot of mountains, water, stuff that, you know, that I've found in the physical beauty around um, where we live in Montana. And um, when I lived in California, because we would go to very beautiful places and just kind of like, Oh, take it in and love it. Um, and, and other beautiful places that I've been in the world, as well as, you know, photographs and things that I see just of places that just kind of touch my heart and touch my soul. That's the kind of stuff I paint. Um, and I had to clarify that I, I would never try to paint the photograph that my son took. Um, or even if I had taken the photo, I wouldn't try to paint that because I can't, I can't replicate what, <laughs> what God source, um, the divine, um, the creator has created in nature. I can't do that. I don't care how much I've studied. I don't, I, I just, I feel like all it would ever be is a replica, like a replica of the real thing. And um, not to say if you do more natural, you know, more realistic painting that, you know, that there's anything wrong with that. It's it's not my thing. But I still feel like, for me, it's when you do your own spin on that. And in my case, I, I tend to do a pretty loose spin, um, you know, where I use colors that are not often maybe all found in nature, like, um, like a, a color for a sky that isn't an actual sky color. Um, that sort of thing. And why do I do that? I do it because it's like, I let something be an inspiration of my heart and my soul. And then I let that thing emerge out. What is me calling itself to be expressed. Um, and it's not like there's this driving force, like express this one thing. No, I, I, there's a lot of like experimenting that happens. Like I, I just kind of explore something that feels good. And then, um, and then I explore something else that feels good. And sometimes, you know, I'll find something that feels good and then I'll put it all over the painting and then I'll be like, ah, I don't like that at all. And then I like, cover the whole thing. And like, then I turn it into something else. And th this whole process is this process of me creating something unique to me by following my own, like heart and soul and feelings and inspiration. Um, 
And this is related to what I'm talking about with our own, you know, unique brilliance is our own unique brilliance comes from our own unique experiences, our own unique take, our own unique view, our own unique thoughts, our own unique, you know, perspectives where we pull in all the stuff that we are sensing and becoming aware of in our lives. And we pull that in to, you know, to, if we can, if we're doing this practice that I'm talking about, we pull that into our um, own awareness, if we can allow ourselves to do that. Um, And believe me, it's been an ongoing journey for me to allow myself to do this, because this is not what I was taught to do as a little kid. I wasn't taught to, you know, to accept or allow any of my own unique self when I was when I was little. Um, And so, you know, it's kind of just happened. And then I've started practicing it more and more and more and more. But when we do that, that is what that whole compilation of wherever we are in our journey um, is what helps us express something unique to us, or helps us, you know, share this brilliance that is unique to us. And there's a big process of, of doing this first is, you know, can you even do that? Can you even allow yourself to explore what is the stuff that you enjoy that's unique to you without, you know, thinking it doesn't fit what somebody else told you you should do or what somebody else told you you should focus on. Um, So it takes huge courage to even take that first step. And then there's the, you know, once you take that step, the idea that you even like share that stuff yourself um, out there. Oh my gosh, like share it out there. That's a big step. And then like, there's this idea that you even, you share it out there and And not only do you share it, you stand behind it and you also celebrate it within yourself and you celebrate it because it just feels so good and and it feels like it's right. And you do it from this heart space because it is following your heart and because you're doing it and, and this is all related to empowerment. This is all related to creative flow. This is all related to acknowledging that you have your own energy and your own power um, and acknowledging that you have that it is that it is not something to shun and that it is worthwhile and that it is not just worthwhile it is it is brilliance and it is your own brilliance to be you know you can't see me but i'm taking my hands and i'm kind of like um cupping my hands and i'm kind of like holding up in front of the microphone like 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 a gift like i would give a gift like if i was holding something in my two hands and i'm holding it out are you doing that for yourself are you holding up your own self and seeing it and feeling and acknowledging and 
I could do a whole tangent on how it can be like, well, that can seem very, you know, arrogant and conceited and whatever. But really, what I know is that when things come from your own unique self and from your heart and your soul, it's not even in the same realm as arrogance and, you know, conceitedness and, and all of that. That that whole stuff comes when somebody is not feeling connected or not really truly embracing their own uniqueness and their own brilliance. Instead, they're maybe too afraid to do it or they've been taught not to do it. And so they 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 instead feel like they have to put forth this other this other stuff and they have to keep hammering it home and hammering it home and hammering it home and other people kind of can feel that. Um, they can sense it and 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 that's what's kind of off-putting. But when you follow your heart and you follow your soul and that's what leads you in what your your um listening to within yourself and you're putting that out there and you're holding it up and you're offering it to the world that is authenticity that is you and your heart and 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 it feels different the energy of it is different because you don't when you have it and you give it to yourself you don't need for somebody else to kind of recognize it in in the same way that you do when you've when you've gotten it from somebody else it's it's a different thing going a little bit on a different tangent here so I kind of want to just veer back my point with this episode is have you done any of these things that I'm talking about in this episode are you allowing yourself to even consider doing any of these things and if you've been doing them are you continuing to do them are you practicing doing this are you practicing you know embracing your own brilliance and allowing yourself to recognize it and see it and feel it and I can tell you from personal experience that when you do this it it is empowering from the inside and it is what creates this feeling of rightness within you from the inside and a connection within yourself um, that your own inner self has been trying to get you to do Um, if only we listen. If only we listen. And this is what empowering ourselves from the inside out is about. It's what I, it's what I practice. It's what I have been teaching myself to do. It's what I've been learning how to do. And it's what I'm continuing to learn how to do in new ways and in more ways and understanding more and clarifying more. And this is part of what I do and what I love doing my unique take on it because it feels like all of the experiences of my life all of the different careers I've had and different paths I've had and different hobbies I've had and different just 
I don't know, I've kind of had this like wide variety kind of mentality kind of thing, but they have all had this thread within them that is about this that I'm talking about. And so this is what I'm sharing with you. And my question is, are you doing that for yourself? And if not, do you want to? If this resonates with you at all, and if it doesn't, no problem. But if it does, it could very well be that your heart and your soul have been calling you to do the same. And I will leave it on that note until the next episode. I'm so glad you tuned into today's episode of the Creating from the Inside Out embracing and empowering our unique and creative selves podcast. If you're enjoying this show, hit the subscribe button, share this episode with others, and leave me a rating and review in iTunes. To connect with me, visit me on Facebook and Instagram at the Creating from the Inside Out podcast, where I share related content and support on how we can empower our unique and creative selves from the inside out. To learn more about me and my other offerings, you can visit my website at michellewaldo.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-A-L-D-O.com.